0: If you have a business or you do bookkeeping for business owners, you know now is the time that you need to wrap up your year-end financial statements. If you've heard the phrase, closing the books, this is exactly what it means. You simply make sure that you have all of your money coming in and money going out of your business recorded and reconciled so that your financial statements reflect accurate data. You'll use this data to prepare your tax return, so it's extremely important that you do this correctly. In today's podcast episode, you'll learn the top tasks that you need to do to close out your books, whether you're using a computerized software system like QuickBooks, Xero, Wave, or FreshBooks for your business finances, or if you're doing your bookkeeping manually with an Excel spreadsheet or even a Google document. Many of the processes are the same regardless of which system you use to do your bookkeeping. Having your financial statements and your bookkeeping ready so that you can have your tax return prepared on time with little or no stress is the ultimate goal here. Whether you're just getting started with your business, you're a self-employed individual, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, bookkeeper, or virtual assistant – I want you to make sure that you're prepared to file your taxes on time, feeling confident that you have accurate data. If you ever wondered what you need to do to finalize your end-of-the-year bookkeeping and financial statements, listen in as I walk you through the steps you need to take today. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. Over the last 20 plus years of doing bookkeeping, I've learned a thing or two about what works for not only my bookkeeping business, but also for other business owners. I know sifting through the available options takes time. I want you to know about two solutions that will not only save you time, but they'll keep you in compliance and reduce stress. Do you want to reduce your stress level? First, I highly recommend you check out QuickBooks Online. I've used QuickBooks for over 20 years, and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners, and I would say that over 95% of my clients are using QuickBooks for their business. The bank feeds save you so much time, and I can help you save 50% off your first three months. Second, payroll changes are hard to keep up with, and I know how frustrating this can be. That's why I recommend ADP as your payroll solution. I've used ADP to process payroll for years and years, and they are one of the industry-leading payroll and HR solutions serving over 900,000 businesses. By using ADP, you can run your payrolls faster, easier, and with confidence. It doesn't matter if you have one employee or over 100. They'll help you pay your employees and taxes accurately and on time. You'll have peace of mind with all the resources you need, and they'll keep you in compliance by meeting reporting deadlines and process W-2s at your end. I work closely with ADP and I can help you save 15% off your services and take advantage of their promotions. Head over to financialadventure.com resources and learn about why choosing these resources matter to your business. They've made a significant impact in my business and I'm sure you'll agree they'll benefit your business as well. Welcome back. Closing the books or finalizing your financial statements is something you need to do so that you know you have accurate information to report on your tax return. This is the process to make sure that all of your financial transactions are recorded, up-to-date, and accurate. If all of this talk about financial statements and taxes is starting to raise your anxiety, I want you to take a deep breath in and release it slowly. This does not need to be hard or stressful, especially when you know exactly what you need to do and you have someone that you know you can trust to help you out if you get stuck. I understand you may have lots of questions, and that's why I'm here for you. Sometimes all you need is to be pointed in the right direction, and that's exactly why I wanted to talk about this topic today. You might be asking, why I think now is the best time to close out your books or finalize your financial statements. And simply put, it's normally when you have received your bank and credit card statements, you can have all your transactions recorded for the year, and then can reconcile to ensure you have everything accounted for. It's when you can make any final adjustments so that all your balances are correct. You'll also need to have certain information recorded so that you can keep up with compliance matters such as issuing any 1099s by January 31st. If you don't have all your information recorded, how will you know how much you've paid your vendors? Making sure that you have everything caught up by mid-January will help you meet these deadlines as well. I've covered what 1099s are and what you need to do to file them in a previous podcast episode. If you'd like, you can go back and listen to that episode so that you know what your business is required to file. We're going to start off with touching on what your financial statements include. There are two main reports that you will need to file your tax return. The first is your balance sheet, and the second is your profit and loss report or your income statement. Either of these two titles refer to the same report. I'll refer to this report throughout this podcast as your income statement. These two reports will encompass everything you record in your bookkeeping within your business. The first step I want you to take in closing your books is to make sure that you've recorded all of your invoices for the year. Once these invoices have been recorded, make sure that you look over your accounts receivable balances. These are the amounts that your customers owe you. If you find that any of your balances are off, you need to make adjustments so they are reflecting the correct balances as of the end of the year. If you have balances that you know you will never be able to collect on, you can write these off as bad debt. Your accounts receivable balance shows up on your balance sheet in your assets section, since it reflects money that you'll be receiving in the future. Next, you should do this same process for your bills, Once you've recorded all of your bills or payments to your vendors, you can look over your account's payable balances to ensure that they are all accurate as well. If you need to make any adjustments, now is the time to do this. Your account's payable balance shows up on your balance sheet in your Liabilities section since it includes amounts that you need to pay. If you have a credit card for your business, I want you to make sure that you've recorded all the transactions through the end of the year. Your credit card balance will show up on your balance sheet in the liability section as well, since this balance is also a balance that you will need to pay in the future. Once you've received your bank and credit card statements, it's time to reconcile them. This is something I recommend you do on a monthly basis so that when you get to the end of the year, You only have your last month to reconcile. If you're behind, make sure that you reconcile each and every month to ensure that you've captured every single transaction. Many clients will miss bank service charges or interest when they're not reconciling their bank statements. When you're reconciling your statements, watch for any outstanding withdrawals or deposits. If you see outstanding transactions, make sure that they are still going to clear. This is where many clients will find duplicate or missing entries if they're using a computerized software system for their bookkeeping, such as QuickBooks. If you find you need to make any adjustments on outstanding transactions, make sure that you do this before you close your books. Now it's time to look over your balance sheet. I recommend taking a look at your balance sheet to make sure that every account that is listed has the correct balance you'll start with your assets section. If you've reconciled your bank accounts and cleared up any outstanding transactions, these accounts should be correct. You'll also see your fixed assets, accounts receivable, and inventory if your business has these accounts. Next, look over your liability section on your balance sheet. Here you'll see balances such as accounts payable, credit card payable, payroll liabilities, sales tax payable, and loan balances. You can confirm any loan amounts by looking at your loan statements. Towards the end of your balance sheet, you'll see your equity section. Make sure that these amounts are correct as well. The income statement is the next report that I want you to take a look at. This report will list all of your income and expenses for the year. You can go through each of your accounts to make sure that you have recorded each entry in the correct account. If anything needs to be changed, this is the time to make the change. Make sure that you do not have any personal expenses showing up on your income statement. These expenses would be recorded as a draw and would show up in the equity section of your balance sheet. If you have any business expenses that you've paid for personally, you'll want to make sure that you have these recorded in your financial statements as well. These may require you to use a journal entry to enter the transactions. One of the most popular adjusting entries at the end of the year is the mileage deduction entry. If you're using the standard mileage deduction method of recording your automobile expenses, you need to make an entry to get this amount in your financial statements. You're required to have a log of all of your business trips made throughout the year. When you add up the total number of business miles that you have driven throughout the year, You'll calculate your standard mileage deduction by taking your total business miles and multiplying this number by the standard mileage rate for the year. This can be a considerable amount if you do a lot of driving for your business, so make sure you're keeping a log so that you can take advantage of this deduction. I tell clients that if they're not tracking this, they might as well throw a dollar bill out the window every time they drive two miles for business. If you do a lot of driving, That could really add up. When your financial statements are correct, I recommend closing the books by setting a lock date if you're using QuickBooks or QuickBooks Online. This will prevent you from accidentally recording any entries in your closed period. It would also be a good time to do a backup of your QuickBooks file if you're using the desktop version. Now that your financial statements are complete, you can contact your tax preparer to have your taxes done. I recommend getting your information to your tax preparer early. They get extremely busy, and I'm sure they would appreciate having ample time to prepare your tax return. Like I mentioned earlier, if you have any questions about closing the books for your business, or if you're looking for help with your bookkeeping, reach out to me and let me know. One of my objectives for this podcast is to help business owners like you make sure that you have accurate financial statements that you can rely on and I'm here to help you. You know that you can always reach out to me by going to financialadventure.com contact us. I personally respond to all of my emails, and I understand that this time of the year brings up a lot of questions. Even though understanding your financial statements is important, it's only one part of the success of your business. I'm in the process of creating a couple of mastermind and coaching groups which are advantageous for both your development as a business owner and the success and growth of your business. Our masterminds cover many of the significant topics that you run into in your business that most business owners wish they had someone they could trust to talk to. If you're looking for one-on-one consulting, you're ready to be laser focused on the achievements that you want to accomplish and you're looking for an intimate setting with a small group of business owners who have a similar vision as you to raise your business to the next level, make sure that you go to financialadventure.com mastermind to apply. I have two masterminds for you to choose from. The Mastering Your Small Business Finances CEO Mastermind which is an elite mastermind group for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to level up their business and reach their business goals faster and more efficiently with an experienced, trusted, and knowledgeable group of members who want to help you as much as they're looking for help themselves. The second is the Elevate Your Bookkeeping Business Grow Mastermind. This mastermind is for bookkeepers who want to grow and expand their bookkeeping business by leveraging the experience and knowledge from other like-minded bookkeepers and accountants. Both mastermind options are perfect for you if you're ready to grow your business and desire the input, guidance, and feedback from other successful entrepreneurs. I'll post links for these and other valuable resources for business owners and bookkeepers where you're listening to this podcast and in the show notes. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, closing the books or finalizing your financial statements is something you need to do so that you know you have accurate information to report on your tax return. This is the process to make sure that all your financial transactions are recorded, up to date, and accurate. Number two, the best time to close out your books or finalize your financial statements is now. Simply put, it's normally when you have received your bank and credit card statements and you can have all of your transactions recorded for the year and then can reconcile to ensure that you have everything accounted for. Making sure that you have everything caught up by mid-January will help you meet other compliance deadlines as well. Number three, there are two main reports that you need to file your tax return. The first is your balance sheet. And the second is your profit and loss report or your income statement. These two reports will encompass everything that you record in your bookkeeping within your business. Number four, the first step is to make sure that you have recorded all of your invoices for the year. Once you do this, look over your accounts receivable balances and make sure that everything is correct. Number five, next you should do the same process for your bills. Once you've recorded all of your bills or your payments to your vendors, you can look over your account's payable balances to ensure they are accurate as well. Number six, if you have a credit card for your business, I want you to make sure that you have recorded all the transactions through the end of the year. Number seven, once you've received your bank and credit card statements for the end of the year, it's time to reconcile them. This is where many clients will find missing or duplicate entries if they are using a computerized software system for their bookkeeping such as QuickBooks. If you find you need to make adjustments on any outstanding transactions, make sure you do this before you close out your books. Number 8. Taking a look at your balance sheet to make sure that every account that is listed has the correct balance is your next step. You'll start with your asset section. Next look over your liability section and towards the end of your balance sheet, you will see your equity section. Make sure all of these amounts are correct. Number nine, the income statement will list all of your income and your expenses for the year. You can go through each of your accounts to make sure that you've recorded each entry in the correct account. Number ten, if you have any business expenses that you've paid for personally, you'll want to make sure that you have these recorded in your financial statements as well. Number 11. If you're using the standard mileage deduction method of recording your automobile expenses, you need to make an entry to get this amount into your financial statements. Number 12. When your financial statements are correct, I recommend closing the books by setting a lock date if you're using QuickBooks or QuickBooks Online. This would also be a good time to do a backup of your QuickBooks file if you're using a desktop version. Number 13. If you're looking for one-on-one consulting, you're ready to be laser-focused on the achievements that you want to accomplish, and you're looking for an intimate setting with a small group of business owners who have a similar vision as you to raise your business to the next level, make sure you go to financialadventure.com mastermind to apply to one of our mastermind groups. I have two masterminds for you to choose from. The Mastering Your Small Business Finances CEO Mastermind which is an elite mastermind group for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to level up their business and reach their business goals faster and more efficiently with an experienced, trusted, and knowledgeable group of members who want to help you as much as they're looking for help themselves. The second is the Elevate Your Bookkeeping Business Grow Mastermind. This mastermind is for bookkeepers who want to grow and expand their bookkeeping business by leveraging the experience and knowledge from other like-minded bookkeepers and accountants. Both mastermind options are perfect for you if you're ready to grow your business and desire the input, guidance, and feedback from other successful entrepreneurs. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing that you will take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a 5-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do.